0: This is SQPN, the StarQuest production network, leading the way. This episode of The Secrets of Middle-Earth is brought to you by Bluehost. It's now easier and cheaper than ever before to start your own blog or website. For just $6.95 per month, you get unlimited hosting, one-click installation of WordPress, a .com domain name, and so much more. Go to sqpn.com slash bluehost for more information. And by the Amazon store. Click on the link on our website sqpn.com before you shop at Amazon and your purchase will help support our show. The battle for Middle Earth is about to begin. Where do you travel to find Middle Earth? This is not. How can you fight the shadows of Angmar? Who created the dwarves?
1: I thought I'd die fighting side by side with an elf.
0: Why are elves immortal? You will linger on. In darkness and in doubt. It's nightfall in winter that comes without a star. What is the ultimate evil of Sauron? Join me on a quest for answers. ...through the books, the movies and the games that tell us the legendary adventures of hobbits, dwarves, men and elves... ...in Tolkien's Middle-earth. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of The Secrets of Middle-earth. The series in which we travel through Middle-earth and discover the culture and the history of this wonderful world created by J.R.R. Tolkien. My travel companions today, Laura. Hey, Laura. Hello. And also
2: Inge. Hello, Father.
0: So last time that we uh, traveled through Middle-earth, we explored uh, Lothlorien. But today we are going to explore an area where many of our listeners have never been. And it's actually a new area that was added to the game Lord of the Rings Online, which is the, let's say, the, the context in which we record these episodes, the audio context. Context, and it's the um, the, the river area. Uh, Inge, the tell, river. tell me a little bit about that area. Where where is it located?
2: Well, it's south of uh, Lorien, so, so you have the the the, the Golden Wood. So if you um, go back in time for 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 a number of episodes, we went to the mines of Moria and we traveled all the way east mm-hmm. using the, the same path the Fellowship used. And when we went through the mines of Moria, we came in. Lorien, So that's to the east of the Misty Mountains.
0: Yeah, the beautiful forests. And we saw that, that, well, it's not really a city, but all those tree houses that the elves build.
2: Yeah, and if you go th- through the wood, through Lorien, at one point, you cannot go f- further east, because there's a great river, the River Anduin. Yes. Uh, dividing the land. And it springs. Uh, the springs of the river are all the way up in the, where two rivers meet from the Grey Mountains, and I th- believe it's the White Mountains. And those two rivers together form the Great River, and it goes all the way south through uh, Lorien. Uh, it's the border of Lorien, and then all the way south to Gondor, and then it, um, it ends in in a kind of delta. And uh, if you remember, uh, in in a in a, um, in the movie, there's uh, a, a, a a sequence where the black ships come, mm-hmm. and the black ships come from Ethir anduin. Yes, and that's where the where the river flows in into the great sea, the Belgair. So that's a little bit the the, the ge- ge- geographic and then to the south. So if you go, if you are on, on the east border of Lothlorien, if you go south, then you uh, will uh, yeah will go come into uh, Gondor. But first in Rohan. And this, this um, in between area between Lorien and Rohan, that's what uh, what in the game is the Great River. Okay, very good.
0: Well, I hope me, it makes a little bit of sense l- for me, people. Uh, let me get on my horse and we'll explore that region and see for ourselves. Um, so we are currently near the vineyards of uh, La Florian.
2: Yeah, and it's in uh, a part of, of Lorien called Egladil. So it's kind of the um area where the the river that divides uh, lorien into two halves mm-hmm. so also the river um uh with, with with the bridges we described in the in the previous episode and that streams into the great great river so if you go a little bit east then um uh, then we see the, the both rivers and and i think uh means where the three rivers meet
0: Okay it's a beautiful day by the way it's uh, early in the morning, really early it must be around five or six o'clock and uh, the well the river the water of the river is uh, down below here
2: yeah and if you look to your left to the mm-hmm. docks, you can see a swan ship and that's a ship from Lady Galadriel
0: nice
1: and yeah and
2: this this so this
1: area if you think about um, the books or the movie this was where the Fellowship was in, the, was in their boats um, going down the, the river Anduin just after they'd left Lorien. Ah. So this was the part where they were you know, in, the, in their
0: canoes uh, drifting along. Now, we don't uh, have boats. We're just uh, riding our horses right now, and we're going south bit by bit. We have to avoid the lizards on both sides of the road. They're these dragon-like creatures. Um, they can be quite nasty, so we'll try to they steer clear, clear of them. You, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like the, what, the monsters in uh, or some of the dinosaurs in um, uh, in the movie uh, uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Remember the one that attacks the the fat guy who was stealing the the embryos? The that's that's the same type of lizard here in Middle Earth. Now we're the the woods here are. Uh, a bit misty and you've got these big giant trees uh, gray trees and uh, the branches are almost black there's no foli- foliage
2: yeah this is what you see this is called tin glad mm-hmm. and it shows the first sign of the fading melon tree so if you remember the books uh, after this uh, whole story that the elves have left and yeah. there's also it's, it's described that yeah Lorien is 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 fading mm-hmm. and i i think um, what the makers of the game want to show is this is how Lorien will look in the future, the whole forest. Uh, so and this is a foreshadowing already. It's getting... So technically this where we are is Lot Lorien. Yes. But you can also see signs of men fishing and hunting here.
0: Right. Yeah, I, it's interesting to see the combination of both. There's this very young tree here that still has beautiful golden leaves. And then in the background you see these big taller trees and they all seem to be dead and so uh, yeah it's kind of sad now I think I've lost you I don't know where you are uh, were you also heading south
2: I'm also I'm uh, following you
0: okay I'll wait for you to uh, catch up because you are going to lead the way I, uh, what what area are we going to visit first uh, Inge? so we go are now in go ahead that. Uh, go, just, just go ahead and I will yeah, follow. So
2: we are, we're now um, in, in T- Thinglad, which is what I just said, technically just Llorien. Mm-hmm. And if you go down down south, uh, due south, then uh, we uh, will visit in a, an area called Erol's er- Mead. And the word mead means uh, English. This okay. is Eng- Old English for uh, um, for yeah, meadow.
0: You can hear the sounds of nature here in the forest. This is actually a very... Pretty area, even though it's uh, it's already dying a little bit. But uh, I, I love it that it's it's kind of empty. There are almost no villages, and not that many orcs or anything evil uh, they yet. Are hiding
2: between the trees? There so are yeah. some orcs, but not not that many. No, no. It's,
0: We're just following the path. Of course,
2: this is this is uh, the bounds the bounds of uh, of Lorien. So if you remember, but it's well protected by elves who shoot at everything that moves. So I think the orcs are smart enough to stay away from the border of Lorien.
0: It's a good thing that we befriended the elves in our previous episode, so we have nothing to fear.
2: (laughs) And of course I'm an elf, so uh, yeah. So yeah, you can see um, to the the left you can see some uh, men here. So there's a man standing here. Oh yeah. So um,
0: and they are fishing, or or just.
2: Uh... Yeah, well, there are, there are different kinds of, of, of um, yeah, little settlements. Um, at one point, uh, we, we just passed some fishing nets. hmm I saw them in a the river. Of course, that would make uh, the elves of Lorien furious. And if you uh, if you remember, they they have all kinds of protective uh, measures against the. Uh, um, the creatures of the woods, so they don't want you to hunt and shoot things in the golden wood.
0: So are elves vegan? Or do they eat meat? I, don't I think remember. they do
2: eat meat, but uh, they also are very keen on making sure that we uh, uh, we don't uh, take more than we need.
0: Mm. Oh, so I see something evil here. This looks like...
2: Is this an orc? Yeah, that's an orc.
0: He almost looks like a, a walking plant. He's like totally brown and skinny and yeah Nasty. and maybe
2: he, he rubbed his skin with some plants to make him go up uh, to ca- for camouflage
0: oh, who knows yeah he might be hiding yeah. hey, let's keep moving because uh, otherwise we, we still have a large area to uh, explore yeah. and I don't want to waste too much time in this transitional area unless there's something to uh,
2: well to, to our talk about. Uh, to our right there's uh, an old um, fortress uh uh, from, from the elves but yeah, uh, that's just where they that's an outpost where they just keep an eye on the woods and okay. uh, from time to time they go out and, and scare uh, any humans that appear because they don't want to show themselves uh, to the humans mm-hmm. so the to the men of Stangard, so with, which is a town uh, close to here they, it's, uh, the elves uh, of Lothlorien are just rumored mythical uh, um, creatures and there's this uh, w- witch of the woods of course they mean Lady Galadriel with it uh-huh. And uh, So the, uh, they, um, um, yeah, they, they, they don't they don't trust the wood too much because they think it's haunted because the elves from time to time, uh, um, yeah, um, chase them away. Right. So this is also, also already a small. Uh,
0: yeah, we're arriving at a small settlement here, uh, and it's surrounded by a wooden fence. And uh, are these humans or elves? They are, they, these are humans. Okay, let me check their ears. Yes, they're human. <laughs> and uh, well, it, it it again, it's the same kind of melody that all these flute players are playing all over Middle Earth. Mhm. I think they're all probably teaching the, teaching each other how to play the flute, and there's only just yeah. one one <laughs> one melody, one uh, one tune that they teach each other. Um,
2: so that oh. those runes are they south of where we are currently, or um? Yeah, they're in, in the woods themselves, and we we are going west towards the the, the mountains again. Okay. Because there's a large settlement we're over now, there called Stangard.
0: We're now in an area that's called Parth Celebrant, and uh, we just traveled through Earlsmead. Now, this is uh, let me describe what this looks like. It, we're kind of uh, at the side of the of the forest, but it's definitely getting a little bit more. Uh, it's it's an open space um some dark rocks here and and in between the rocks beautiful green grass and and nice purple flowers and these tiny lovely orange flowers the 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 purple and pink flowers um could be the same type of flowers that are described in the hobbit uh when we were analyzing um uh the, the hobbit story for our other podcast secrets of the hobbit we uh we actually uh, talked about those, those purple and pink flowers described by, by Tolkien in um, oh, I forgot where it was, but anyway, it looks like uh, in a movie mm, in a the, in the movie by Peter Jackson, uh, they actually uh, use those same purple flowers. so it's really nice to see them in this part of Middle Earth as well. Um, again, lots and lots of these big, barren trees, and uh, it lo- almost as if there's been a fire. And the skies behind it are kind of dark, uh, almost looks like smoke. It's eerie. It's it, you can feel that something is wrong. Something is starting to affect the landscape. So and
2: this is what you see everywhere in in, in Tolkien's writing work. Um, for example, uh, the big example, of course, is Mirkwood. That was used to be Greenwood, the great, big, big, great, ah. gorgeous uh, woods. But when um, evil started to spread there. The, the woods died, basically, and they became dark and twisted.
0: So these woods could potentially become just like Merkwood over time, unless yeah, evil is stopped. Yeah, or maybe
2: that's just uh, the, the protection of Galadriel it, it, when she leaves, and that that that's uh, her protection, and her, her special yeah, powers, are mm-hmm. not protecting the uh, the forest anymore. So it, it fades away, just like the elves are fading away.
0: Just one second uh, here on on. The right, I see, uh, or on now it's on my left. Uh, there's a big, looks like a tower, uh, mm-hmm. very strong. Looks like the almost like the remainders of a, of a fortress or something like that, or a watchtower.
2: Yeah, we are. I want to climb that later when we are going south.
0: Yeah, but I'm just trying to describe what I see in the distance. There is a there's a city as well, and some hills really far away in the distance, um, and I'm looking south right now. So, I don't know exactly what that city is, we'll explore that later on. Um, and in, in this beautiful, it almost looks like a, a just a, a nice friendly springtime meadow with all those beautiful flowers. But there are also some nasty looking dogs, or, or I don't know what kind of fearsome animals these are. But I don't want to get any anywhere close to them. This is what looks like a mountain goat.
2: <laughs> yeah plain goats. that's how they are called. So they are goats and plain hounds so we need to avoid them a little bit.
0: The hounds are dangerous. Oh, yeah wow.
2: they, they, um, they bite you in the ankles and then you can move and yeah
0: oh, nice. they are nasty. Well and I'm a dwarf so they could probably bite me in other parts of my body as well <laughs> easily.
2: It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you some, uh, someone is pursuing you already.
0: Oh well. So we're heading towards. Um, a s- looks like a s- another settlement in the distance, with uh, a couple of wooden watchtowers and a huge fence. And there even seems to be—is that water around it or or a dry riverbed?
2: Yeah, it's a moat, basically. A moat. So it's. Uh,
0: but it's empty. There's no water
2: in it's it. It's empty. There's no water in it right now. But you could, of course, and um, back in it, it goes. This goes back into the Middle Ages.
0: Okay, let, let's uh, explore. Let's let's not pass this by because I. I wanna see oh, what's in there. We can do
2: it on the be- way, on the way back when we visited the, the the statue first, but we can also do it the other way around.
0: Yeah, I'd like to just go inside here and, and just look around here for a second. So these are this is a human settlement? Yes. It's almost a this city. Is,
2: this is these are the men of Rohan uh, camping oh, really? uh, camping here.
0: Stangard, it's called. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a village and uh, all these wooden Houses they oh, wow, this one is fantastic. Look at that. There is a there's a horse
2: standing yeah. near this house. We can go inside most of the houses.
0: And uh, the architecture looks very much like what we've seen in uh, the second movie of the Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, this uh, this town sort of is the is the Norse equivalent of, of Brie. It's that medieval architecture, but it's it's medieval. Norse you know when I when I saw these uh, these buildings it reminded me of the stave churches that you come across in Norway the the old medieval churches but yes, instead indeed. of the dragons coming out of the sides of the buildings it's horses it's all horses
0: yes there's some wooden ornaments here and the shape of horses is some kind of a lantern it's the head of a horse and from its mouth it carries a uh, some kind of an oil lamp and here's a big wooden door and now I'm inside one of these halls this is the auction hall and uh, it's nice tapestries dark, Tiny, on the yeah tiny windows and uh, tapestries again with uh, silhouettes of horses and branches and uh, some fierce look even the the men themselves in this town, look very Norwegian. <laughs> Long hair, very broad shoulders. Yeah,
1: they do. Like Vikings.
0: Yeah, almost like Vikings, indeed. I hear a cat. Is that your cat? It's
2: yeah. my cat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> be careful that it's not stepped on by one of these guys because.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it can be very fierce, so. Okay.
0: <laughs> Too funny. All right, let's go outside again.
1: So Tolkien describes the uh, the men of Rohan as being blonde, and the the men had beards, and they all they all have long blonde hair, so that they uh, pretty much fit fit the profile. And then they've they've their helmets. If you notice, their helmets mm-hmm. have horses on top of the helmets.
0: Oh yeah, indeed. Not everyone is is wearing helmets, but uh, I guess they're various functions here. This must be a guard because he's also uh, armed with a bow and arrow. And (laughs) those
2: houses are all very small. They're more huts than uh, than houses. Uh, Yeah, so it's very, it's very not primitive, but it's simple.
0: It's very simple, uh, rugged. Um, What I love are the beautiful horses um, standing in front of one and it's a horse that is actually pulling a cart or something like that, Um, but it's it's almost. <laughs> this looks like a fant- almost a royal horse. It's, uh, it's they've got these very ornate leather decorations, and uh, it's also uh, uh, wearing a piece of cloth in two in, in green and, and gray colors with uh, a weapon on it. I suppose that those are all symbols from the this, partic- this particular clan of, of Rohan soldiers. Yeah,
2: from several families. Yeah.
0: How are the uh, Rohirrim uh, organized, Laura? Is there, um, is it, is it a, what kind of well, uh, political it, organization is it?
1: Well, there's a king, there's mm-hmm. a king in Edoras, which is uh, pretty far away from where we are here. Um, it's, uh, it, he doesn't mention any clans or anything like that. Um, it, it sounds like. In each settlement, there would be a leader in the, in the settlement who kind of ran things, but they would all answer to the king in, in Edoras. And it's Rohan is, is very sparsely settled. There's not—doesn't give the impression of there being a lot of people. Um, but they have been here about 500 years. And I think uh, Inga probably later on will, will talk about the history ...of this area, and, and how long the Rohirrim have been here, and, and where they came from.
0: We're leaving the town again, and uh, I'm still in Errol's Mead.
2: Yeah, and Errol, that's the name that you see everywhere here. So, and Errol's Mead is just, so the meadow of Errol. And this name, Errol, is a very important name in, this, in the history of Rohan... Mm-hmm. ...because it goes back to Errol. I don't know if you, I pronounced it right... Errol the Young, hmm. uh, which is basically the first king of Rohan.
0: We're now entering the Wailing Hills, and it's getting a bit more overcast. Here's another small settlement. With uh, This is Frithston's camp. And, yeah, this uh, is basically
2: uh, small outposts, small camps. And Rohirrim set up to protect the bigger settlements uh, against orcs ah, and course. other like an outpost. Uh, dangers.
0: There's the remainders of a fire, so since this is early in the morning, they've probably created some fires to keep themselves warm during the night. This seems like an area where it can get very chilly (laughs) during the night. Uh, Definitely uh, less vegetation in this area. Just a few pine trees on top of the hills. I can see another orc walking around there, so I'll try to steer clear of it. And I can see two watchtowers of what looks like yet another settlement. Is that a friendly settlement? or?
2: Yeah, it's basically dangerous. the gate area to another area, which is the Limlite Gorge. And the Lim, or the Lim,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know exactly how you pronounce it. It's a river that also streams from the Misty Mountains into the Great River. Oh. and would gorge be lim- is
1: Limlite.
0: Lim- Limlite, yeah. yeah, this, yeah. Is, these are called, this is the Limlite Gatehouse. Two yeah. guards here, two big watchtowers, and the banners uh, or flags with the symbols of uh, Rohan. And well, you can tell that the atmosphere is getting a little bit more grim, and...
2: Yeah, because the Limlight Gorge is also a danger area, because there are reports of walking trees. Oh, great. Uh, Just what uh, we which, needed. Which, which attack everything inside. Uh, very big spiders and a very dangerous area. Well, we are getting close to Fangorn here. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this table. Fangorn Forest, where the Ents live. Yep.
0: On, on this table, uh, there, there's uh, one of the Rohan guys. Are they called the Rohirrim in general? Is that their generic name?
1: They are. Uh, they're called the Rohirrim by other people. They call themselves the Jorlingas. Oh. after um, their first king, uh, Eorl. Um, and maybe this is a good time to, to talk about the history of, of why they're here.
0: Yes. Um, I'm looking, by the way, wait, I, was, I was trying to say that uh, here on this table, of this, uh, again, this blonde Viking <laughs> dude, there are two maps. And I think one shows actually the area that where we are currently. There's a river.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and the oh, other I, I don't one, think
2: it is. I think no, it's the Gap you, of Rohan. Oh, the Gap of Rohan. Yes, indeed, um, I, I
0: recognize it now. And, and there's the other a little
2: map is... Uh, is uh, Saruman. That's where the Tower of uh, yeah. Saruman is.
0: I recognize the layout uh-huh. as a circular thing, so they have been scouting that area, clearly. So tell us about the history of the Rohirrim in this area. Laura.
1: Well, about uh, 500 years ago, uh, Gondor was attacked, or 500 years ago in the... Uh, from from where we are now. Um, Gondor was attacked by Southerners called the Wainriders. They came from um, actually to the east of uh, Mordor. And they were in really dire straits. They were... They were beset, and um, they were basically losing. So in desperation, they sent out what's known as the Red Arrow um, to everyone they thought might possibly come help them. And they sent a Red Arrow up up north uh, where the, the, north, the North men lived. And the North men are um, also the men of Dale, um, basically... Distant relatives of the Gondorians, but they didn't. They didn't go to Numenor in in the Second Age. They stayed. They stayed put where they were. So they're they're very distant relatives, and it was the the people of Aorl who lived uh, on the, the western side of Mirkwood who came down to to help them, and basically, um, in the um, the field of of Celebrant, which is just north of here, uh, they they met with the the army of Gondor, and they were able to defeat these these people who were invading Gondor. And as a reward, the king of Gondor gave them all this land to, to be
0: their own. Right. And, and what's the deal with the horses? Is that, a, has it always they been part? They just
1: love horses. I, I, know, I imagine, they, yes. They worship them. Yeah, does it have yeah. a religious
0: function as well? Are they kind of sacred yeah, well, animals? It's, like... it's
1: all part of their lifestyle. They, um, you know, they, they use their horses for cavalry because they're on the outskirts of Gondor and, you know, they're always being um, harassed by orcs and hillmen. So they, you know, they have cavalry that, that runs around and, and guards their borders. Um, I'd assume they also use their horses for agriculture and... Um, and and companionship too. They're they're very fond of their horses.
0: Wow, I well,
2: think horses are very important for the econ- economy, which makes them mm-hmm. yeah revered in that way.
0: Yeah, a bit similar to the holy cows in India, probably. <laughs> That's why the, it's usually the, the the whole idea with venerating animals. Uh, the origin is usually because these animals are so important for the survival of a in, in a certain area of of certain people, and then. Because of that, they become something you cannot touch. And, and then bit by bit over time, they get like a sacred status. So I will not offend them by, uh, by calling my goat. <laughs> I'll, I'll climb my, my pony. I'm not sure if, if, if the Rohirrim uh, uh, like ponies just as much as they like horses. <laughs> and uh, we're going to head down this hill and it's a uh, it's a very impressive sight. where we're standing on the top of the hill behind me are those two watchtowers and the the little camp with the 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 man of rohan and then down below this uh looks kind of gray and and uh very deserted um just some pine trees um so inge you said this is this is a dangerous area
2: yeah if you look down you see also a river. That would be the limelight, the limelight. Oh, that's the
0: limelight, yeah. It's a small yeah. river uh, compared very to the It's A very small Anduin. river
2: that feeds into the, the Great River. And we are, kind of, we are going up the hill because there's very, something very interesting to see up the hill. Oh, cool. Which uh, refers back to the story to, uh, Laura just told. Mm-hmm. Because there's this, um, this 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 guy called Errol the Young um, who aided uh, Gondar, like uh, jo- um, uh, Laura just called. And Círdan, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, yeah, um, rewarded uh, um, him with, with, uh, with this much land. And of course, that's so important that mm-hmm. they, uh, the, Gondor, uh, the people from Rohan erected a statue on top of the place. Kirion.
1: Where was first met. He was the steward of Gondor. I By that time, s- the kings had all died off and there was just a steward left.
0: I can see it in front of me, and it is huge. Um, um, yeah, um,
2: bigger than, more than uh, life-size, basically.
0: Oh, yeah. This is, uh, I don't know, you have to stack up uh, 20 dwarfs to get to this height. Uh, there is a small <laughs> camp here uh, on top of this small hill. It's called the Kuthstan. And uh, and then be, be behind those trees, behind those pine trees, I can see two ginormous stone statues, dark gray. And uh, they are erected on a uh, rectangular or a a square platform with some, uh, it looks like granite or something like that. And I am just, let me step off my horse. You're really
2: dwarfed by it. No pun intended.
0: Yes, indeed. (laughs) Wow. So, two men, one of them carries a stick, as far as I can tell, or a lance, I don't know. I'm walking underneath these two. Holy moly! Yeah,
2: it's a spear. It's for people who are listening. I'm, I'm, I'm watching Father running around the statue and.
0: That's why I um, tried to he, describe he, his it. His
2: height is about the height of the toe of the statue, so then you can have an idea how large the st- or how how high the statue is.
0: Indeed, so I he cannot even looks see
2: at the toes of the of the statues.
0: I cannot even see their heads. I probably have to walk back a little bit. The other guy is is has his right hand extended upwards. So what's the story behind I mean what, what 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 are what exactly do these statues symbolize or or depict? Well it's
2: it's it's Erl the Young, so that would be the right person. And the other one is uh Kirdian of or Sheridan. How was how, how was he Kyrion. called again? Kirdian. is the steward of Gondar. So that's just this is Mark's the place where they first met.
0: And uh, um yeah,
2: he he's basically um Kirdian, uh, the, the steward of Gandar shows him the land, basically. That's,
0: oh that's, that's why he's pointing uh, the distance yeah. and so from here on top of this hill you can indeed see the entire area there's a nice ledge here and from from here i can see all the way in the distance this is one of the most open areas that i've seen since since a long time some hills in the distance trees the same kind of barren trees though and unfortunately it's kind of overcast so it looks a bit gloomy
2: yeah, she's standing well, be,
1: behind. And this would be the the kind of land the Rohirrim like too, with the the open fields, uh, so that they can um, gallop around on their horses and.
0: Absolutely, uh, and it's probably also safer for them because you can, from from this viewpoint, you can easily spot any enemies, and so it's, uh, in, in, in if it's if it was all forest, it's much more, much easier mm-hmm. to hide. And to surprise. Well,
1: speaking of safe areas, I'm afraid I'm going to have to leave you here. Okay, <laughs> that's I no problem. I have some tasks, tasks, of my own. I need to.
0: Well, that's important too. What I suggest is that we just uh, wrap up the episode here, and that we return because we're on a nice kind of starting point for another episode. And from here, we will um, next time we will go even more west and explore this this Rohirrim area. And see what else is there to uh, to uh, to explore and to learn about. Thank you so much for uh, this this somewhat short tour, but very interesting of this new area in Lord of the Rings Online. I want to send our listeners to um, our website, which is um, uh, Middle Earth sqpn.com and Middleearth without a dash. That makes it simpler to type. It's not exactly correct, but uh, Middleearthsqpn.com. And you can also find uh, previous episodes. Uh, we've been doing this this show for uh, many years, and so you can go all the way back and uh, explore any other regions um, that we've uh, already traveled to. We would also appreciate it if you have time to uh, leave us a review on um, on iTunes. And to send us your feedback, and it's even possible to send us some voice feedback, just go to the main website of the Starquest Production Network at sqpn.com. There's a tab that you can click, and you can leave us some voice feedback there. But, of course, you can also just send us a good old-fashioned email, tolkien at sqpn.com. Thank you so much for for, for traveling with us today, and we will see you soon uh, somewhere in Middle-earth. To announce this is the end i'm going now i bid you all a very fond farewell Goodbye. sqpn leading the way in catholic new media